We live? Excellent. Sorry a little bit late here tonight here on Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. Um, and uh, with me is the Hill Hippie. Hello. I wish I wasn't wearing pants. I am. Don't worry. Yeah, we're a little bit late. We were uh, finalizing all the audio stuff. And look, <laughs> look at that screen. FXBG Public Radio everywhere. Hey, hey, hey. You come and told me to brush my hair because you're putting my happy ass on video, breaking my anonymity. And you got me up against a black screen. You can't see my damn hair anyway. <laughs> Fuckers. Well, you don't see me primping. Anyway. Well, I got a fucking tangled mess. I understand. So, uh, greetings. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, Hell Happy? Healing? I guess. Uh, I've been fighting a sinus infection for the better part of a week. Uh, we've been on our big rush to uh, get uh, this building we're working on insulated. And it has more to do with the fact that I've been nose deep in fucking... Insulation? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so much got packed in there. Shit was just unhappy. A friend of mine made me some god-awful tea. But it seems to help. Oh, yeah? It's like the Jar of Dirt and the Pirates of the Caribbean oh, movies. Okay. I think, um, yeah. Does the Jar of Dirt help? Well, if you don't want it, well, then it helps. I don't remember that movie. Oh, man. Sorry. I don't think they're very good. <laughs> <laughs> they're accidentally genius. I don't know about that. So what would you do, watch Pirates of the Caribbean or something this week? No. It's just I, whenever I'm thinking of either something does work or it could be a placebo effect, that scene always pops into my head. I see. I see. Anything else? Uh, not really, no. I've literally spent most of my time just watching uh, Netflix or YouTube and trying to heal myself besides working Saturday. Recuperating. I yeah. understand. I understand. Being sick stinks. To be honest, I'm kind of surprised I haven't got sick yet. Not going. I guess that's wood. Particle board? The be happy guys would. Okay. I don't really need the luck. Oh. Got, yeah, I got like an immune system from, of steel. Yeah, so do I. And this one still got me. You son of a bitch. Don't cough on me. <gasps> Bastard. You know why you knock on wood, right? No, tell me about it. It's to get the attention of the god of uh, humility. Oh, really? Whenever you make a bold statement like that, you knock on the wood and say, hey, dude, I know you're there. I respect you. I'm not trying. Don't come get me. Just, I, I, I'm not trying to be get too big for my brushes here. It's interesting. Never heard that before. Just one of those things. Yeah. I never looked up. <laughs> I look up yeah. too much weird shit. Nah, it's cool. I mean, I like knowing stuff like that. That's like uh, blowing smoke up your ass. I love the origin of that. Phrase. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, a good one to learn. Literally blowing smoke up people's asses when they're drowning. You know? <laughs> And it couldn't just be like air. It had to be smoke. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I need a cigar and a tube to shove in this dude's butt. I'm not going to save his life, damn it. He's not a doctor. He, he's just a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I get too much into the filth, um, I want to say that uh, we are Shock Monkey Radio, and we are sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. <laughs> uh, check out dannyspizzaandsubs.com. Uh, their hours are Monday through Thursday, 11 to 9 p.m. Uh, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10 p.m., and on Sundays, they're open from noon to 8. So, uh, yeah, you can reach them at 898-5008. They are located at Lee's Hill Center, uh, 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue. Nobody can see that. This is a podcast. <laughs> a video. It's live video. Okay. 
yeah, so I'm trying to make a commercial. I always buy one, get one free pizzas. They got like uh, every now and then I'll like buy a cheese, a little piece of cheesecake from. <laughs> they got cheesecake. Yes, they have cheesecake. What flavors? Just regular. But if if you go there, if you go to Danny's and you ask them, I bet they'll have some chocolate sauce or. Uh, strawberry sauce because they, I'm oh, nice. when because every now and then they, they get a piece of cheesecake. <laughs> they're like, I want some strawberry sauce uh, on it. I want I, some I chocolate want some sauce turtle, uh, turtle cheesecake, some fucking chocolate and caramel and uh, walnuts. You may have to bring some cho- your own caramel. I don't think they can have caramel on oh. it. All right, chocolate and walnuts will work. But Danny's Pizza and Subs dot com. Check them out. I always buy one, get one free. Uh, pizzas and uh, they have a limited delivery area. So. Sorry, Stafford. What is it? A five mile <laughs> five mile radius from that location, ten six five seven, Spotsylvania Avenue. So if you call and you're outside the delivery area, sorry, just go down there, make the drive. Yeah, it's worth it's, it. It's worth it. And don't tell them we sent you if you're outside of the delivery area. But if you go down there, then yeah, tell them we sent you. Tell them we sent you. Anyway, so uh, I'm gonna move on to my thing, and then we'll come back to Hill Hippie's Garden and let you bring things up. All right. Okay. So I was listening to another podcast, and uh, they bleeped a word. The word was cunt. All right. Now, uh, uh, clearly, the the people on this podcast they edit their own podcast, right? So I'm I'm just wondering why would you say it just to bleep it later? I mean, you're just making more work for yourself, right? I mean, there's, yeah. There's plenty of good reasons to not use that word, but I, I'm just trying to be practical about this. Yeah. You know. If you already know that that's something you cannot say, why not just not put or it into your... What you know you're, you're going to bleep it. Yeah. Why would you say it? Exactly. You know? I mean, they left all the fucks and the shits in the, in the podcast, but that's the one word they bleeped. And I'm just like, why? Why is that word so special? Why did they bleep that one word? It's... A- it's the new, it was the new F word there for the longest time, and then I can't think Game where, of Thrones kind of blew that out of the water. Where are the ratings on Dirty Words? Uh, is there like... But he didn't rank them. He identified them. He didn't rank them. Right. And I don't think... And even if it was ranked, it would change every year, like you said. Yeah. So be, I don't know. That'd be the new top, the new bottom. Oh, wait, are we still talking about Dirty Words? Why, yeah. Why is that one word so special? I mean, don't these guys realize why podcasts exist? So idiots like me can, like, talk as dirty as they like without censorship. I mean, I don't want to use that word, but, I mean, if sometimes you might need it. Because sometimes you run across one. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes so, somebody's going to die for every fucking chicken in this yeah. room. So, anyway, my brother, my brother, and me. Um, I don't agree with your censorship, your self-censorship. Uh, I don't agree with the bleeping. This isn't broadcast radio. This is podcasting. They click on it. They just consent, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it could be that they're trying to keep their sponsors happy and not going down that road. They might. Okay. Yeah. They say fuck 500 times in the episode, but but they say cunt once, and no, we're pulling our sponsorship. That that could be the case. They could be looking for their bottom dollar. That's exactly. I find that ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. First Amendment. It's. (laughs) Well, it's, yeah, it has its good good sides and upside, upsides well, and downsides. Well, there's the First Amendment, but there's also the – there's nothing in the First Amendment that says, oh, yeah, you can say that. Well, if you say that, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, that's free enterprise. Right. That's America at work, capitalism at work. Capitalism. So, great, yeah. But I just – I don't agree with that. You shouldn't. shouldn't you believe. wouldn't sell yourself for a uh, sponsorship – 
if I were making enough, and you know, it depends on how my you how wouldn't sell yourself for a sponsorship. Mm, you're making me feel so dirty. <laughs> oh, I'm such a whore. <laughs> you're a jerk. How's your foot taste? It's here, buddy? one ad. It's one ad. You put my yeah. I put my foot right in my mouth. <laughs> Never mind. Forget I mentioned any of that. Uh, you keep doing as you do, my brother, my brother, and me. Anyway, I got a section here set aside for Hill Hippies Garden. All right. Uh, speaking of bad ideas. Is that a sheep joke? Yes. Because in 2018, they have officially created the first human-sheep hybrid. What? No. Yeah. Tell me more. Dr. Pablo Ross from the University of California has injected human stem cells into a sheep embryo. Why? To further the research to possibly one day grow human transplant organs in these human-sheep hybrids. <sighs> okay. So basically he's wanting to create these things to become refrigerators for organs for people? Yeah, incubators, basically. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, the... Transplant list is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, numbers that I've seen state that one uh, every hour, six people are added to the transplant list. Every day, 22 people on that list die waiting for an organ. And in the United States alone, more than 100,000 people are looking for a heart transplant every year, but only 2,000 of those people actually receive one. So there's <sighs> a large need. Yeah, there's a need for it. For organs. It doesn't make it any less gross. But what the fuck? We're injecting... Uh, stem human, cells, human stem cells, human stem cells into these uh, sheep embryos, and if anyone knows what a stem cell is, and I think most of the listening population does, I hope so. They would these stem cells become whatever cell is needed in the body. Yeah. So, what's to say that a couple of these stem cells don't just travel up and start playing with the sheep's brain and start increasing their intelligence oh man you're making it scarier that's the whole fucking thing oh. man i mean it, it could be a good idea I mean, who, who doesn't want the a organs sheep, who doesn't want a sheep refrigerator up oh, up oh, johnny got sick he needs a lung hey pull one out from the back nine we're ready oh my god but then that raises another question you know say little johnny has a problem he Gets into an accident, he gets his left lung damaged so bad that they have to transplant it. He gets the sheep lung. How badly are the kids going to pick on him for that? Sheep lung? Sheep hey, lung. sheep lung. <laughs> uh, they'd have to be really clever to come up with something better. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, you know you're going to get picked on. It's like, what's up, sheep boy? How you doing? Are you having a bad day there, sheep boy? Oh. You know I guess that... you have too much practice being a bully. Me? Yeah, yeah. My, I know how to do it. My scrawny little ass. Yeah, I'm the runt of my family. I mean, it's one thing if you're in school, but I mean, if you're an adult and I found, and you told me you had a sheep lung, I, I would call you sheep lung. Yeah, I work on a construction site. I'm, I'm used to hearing that too. <laughs> People yell sheep lung at you? Oh, all the time, all the time. Hey, sheep lung. Oh, got him good that time, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls him Sheep Lung. Sheep Lung. Hey, sheep ass. <laughs> that brings up another question. Let's say these human uh, human sheep hybrids actually develop and start becoming something. You ever heard of the Goat Man of uh, of Maryland? Yeah. What if, man? Oh God. 
what if? I don't know. I mean, the legend of the Goat Man is already extremely similar. In uh, Beltsville, Maryland, the Goat Man is uh, supposedly an axe-wielding, half-man, half-animal creature that was once a scientist who worked in the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center, experimenting on goats, and one day the experiment backfired. What movie was that? It's exactly the same plot. <laughs> what was that? It sounds like a plot to a movie. It does. A bad horror movie. An absolutely bad horror the movie. The Goat Man of New Jersey. <laughs> That's the Jersey Devil. Don't, and don't say that oh, too right. loud. We might uh, freak out EK. Yeah, okay. He's from that area. <laughs> he still hunts me. <laughs> he haunts my dreams. If you're born in New Jersey, they hunt you. <laughs> but there's also, you know, one other area this could go into. Those lonely ranchers could get half sheep, half women to occupy their lives. And they don't have to resort to the, just the normal female sheep. What? Yeah. You talking about sheep sex? Yeah. Well, it's half half human, half sheep sex at that point. Oh, it's making me sick to think <laughs> about, you son of a bitch. <laughs> now that the, sh- uh, the monkey has been sufficiently shocked, here's my call out there to <sighs> all you new age scientists. If you're a geneticist... For the love of God, don't let your interest in the paranormal guide your research. We don't need half sheep, half humans. We can find other ways. It'd be fun, though. How? Fucking the half woman, half sheep? I'm not good. Not me? Not Not me? It'd be fun for other people to do it? Yes, because we know that they don't need to There'd be a whole new level of beast... Would it it, it be bestiality porn? At least half bestiality. bestiality. At least half. A whole new market of porn out there. 50% bestiality. (laughs) (laughs) So that means it's only half illegal? (laughs) Uh, It's disgusting. It's 100% disgusting. 1,000% disgusting, but... And how else would it be entertaining? It's just the, you see a field of all these sheep out there, right? the ones with the uh, with the pink uh, markings in the fur. They're the long sheep. The next ones over here, the purple ones. They're the spleen sheep. Then you got these over here. Those are the pancreas sheep. And they're just growing extra pancreas pancreas. Pancreas? I'm not sure what the plural pancreas is. Pancreas sounds about right. Unless a pancreas is plural of itself. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I kind of interested. <laughs> plural of pancreas. But either way, you just, you look at that field of all those poor animals, you know, they're all going to die. Pancrea. Pancrea. Aha. That sounds like an ancient continent. Internet. Internet. FTW. It, it's not just for porn. I'm looking at you. Oh, beard guy died. Who? I know. Walk off the earth. Beard guy yeah. died. Walk off. What? Causes. Yeah. What? Who? Uh, you know, like, there's this thing called YouTube, and on you know, there's like people who have YouTube channels. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a. I'm a fan of this Walk Off the Earth band, and they do a lot of excellent, excellent music videos. And there's this guy. Oh. One of them's his name's Beard Guy, Mike Taylor. He recently died, and it's like kind of upsetting. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, if like, God forbid, if Rebecca Felgate died, that would upset me. Upset you? you. I spent enough time watching Walk Off the Earth videos. I spent enough time watching Most Amazing Top Ten videos. I mean, I would feel upset. Upset you? I think you'd go into mourning for months. Nah. Yeah. I'm I'm a grown up. 
you'd uh, you'd come in, your shirt would be black with only the FXBG Public Radio being white. You'd be in mourning. I'd make a new Teespring account and rip Rebecca. <laughs> I don't want you to think about her dead. <laughs> Let's not go there. It's depressing me. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. If you, if oh, you no, no, more. that was the that was the conclusion of it. I just wanted to, the the mutant sheep banging each other. I wanted that out of my mind, and to to soothe it, I reminded myself of a death of someone I cared about. How did that work out for you? I don't know. It was kind of like a lateral move. <laughs> 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 so, half human, half sheep, death and banging is equivalent to a somebody you care about yeah. in a quasi form yeah. passing away i guess all right just, well thinking about it i mean i'd rather think about how that talented guy died than mutant sheep banging each other and what would their culture be like oh my god would they develop their own language oh my god i'm sure they would oh and i bet you the word bad never comes out of their mouth stop that <laughs> that's such a cheap joke but it fits in this case. Uh, they would be like walking cartoon cartoon characters. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. And I, but I got to warn you, I'm doing the research for this. I came across some YouTube videos of a human-faced sheep. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, that is some creepy shit, dude. Yeah. Poor, it, poor thing had a dick nose, too. Yeah. yeah. And... No you know, back some, legs. Yeah, sometimes sheep even make human human sounds, mm-hmm. human like sounds. That freaks me out. I don't like sheep. I don't like goats because goats. Are like, <laughs> Those are goats. Yeah. <laughs> the only goats worth a shit are the feigning goats. Yeah, that's funny because that's funny as fuck. Yeah, that's hilarious too. I like uh, <coughs> opossums do that too, don't they? They'll uh, like not like the sh- the feigning goats. Yeah. Though. The fainting goats, just any type of sound, just randomly, they'll just... Yeah, yeah and fall over, yeah. But uh, possums, they'll do that too, I think. They'll just play dead. Well, I think it's... They can't control it. You know, their blood pressure goes to a point where they they actually fall unconscious. I'd have to do some research on that. I've never I've seen a possum do that. I've seen a possum play dead. But I've, I've seen never a seen possum any... fall off a fence when I scared them. Okay, <laughs> that merits some looking into then. We we actually scared each other, you know. <laughs> I, I believe that. <laughs> I was coming out throwing my trash in the dumpster, and all of a sudden uh, I I turn and um, uh, I hit the button on my car and the lights flash, you know. Mm-hmm. And when the lights flash, I saw him standing there on the fence. So he looked at me and I saw him and I was like ah, and he just poof, fell off the fence. And I was like, a, I guess he passed out. <laughs> you saw him and went, oh shit, possum. He saw you went, oh shit, Batman. Oh. Exactly. Oh shit, bad bit. I got a rep among the possums. Yeah. Yeah. And they do taste good with dumplings. <clears throat> I- I'm going to go ahead and take your word on that. Oh, delicious. Okay. Especially with a lot of pepper. Gets rid of the gamey flavor. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> if I were if I were going to cook some possum, pepper would be a part of it. I know that. Possum and dumplings, very good. <laughs> I, I won't eat it. I won't eat it. But what I'm saying that if I were going to cook it, <laughs> pepper would definitely be involved. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So, uh, why are black women so awesome? Uh, Genetics? I don't know. It just seems to me that white women in particular, in most other women, but white women in particular, um, they're all too scared to, to speak their mind. You know, uh, maybe I'm wrong. 
You know, and me. And, oh, but, Hannah just gave uh, you the look of death. Oh, she gonna gonna kill me? She's mad. She looked at you like, bitch, please. I, yeah, I don't care about interns. All right? She's about to start making three or four snaps, and then I'm getting up and I'm out of the blood splatter zone. But I mean, they don't get caught up in you know too much bullshit. They're never coy. You know, uh, they're all business when business is is at hand. But you know, uh, you know they're they're playful at the same time, making jokes and so forth. Right. You know, and, you know most of all, they are willing to take the risks to be funny. See, some sexist people say that women do not make good comedians, but this is not true. Not at all. All right. It's simply hard to generate humor without being somewhat offensive or controversial. You know. And with the exception of black women, most women are not willing to be that offensive and controversial, even for the sake of humor. Look at Amy Schumer stealing jokes. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Well, I mean, if you when you steal jokes, you do it because you don't want to be offensive. You know? Is that why? Or you It's just... an established joke. You know it's safe. Or is it you're just ways. untalented and can't come up with your own material? A, a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> It's Amy Schumer, after all. Anyway. Yeah. But um, she is very crass. Yeah. And I kind of like that. Yeah, and I kind of would fuck her. Kind of? Yeah, I think I definitely would. Yeah, I think so. Lie to our uh, listeners. Don't lie to yourself. Amy Schumer. Come, come get it. <laughs> come get it, baby. <laughs> there is one out there, Amy. She's always saying there's not many guys that want to fuck her, but there's one out there. He's sitting right next to me. Because there's nothing sexier. I mean, black women are so real. And there's nothing sexier than a woman who isn't afraid to be herself and fuck you if you don't like it. So (laughs) I got got a lot of respect for that. And so, I mean, it's just one of those things where you're like, I was thinking about how, man, a girl I want, I want a personality like that. You know? Yeah. Someone's going to joke around, not just, "Eh, what do you want to do? I don't know. Where do you want to go out to eat? I want somebody. I don't, know. Be, I don't care. You pick. I Fuck want this shit. We're not going out. Yeah, I want a woman who's gonna be like, "Bitch, make a decision." Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> that's how you know I talk to people. Or, uh, hey, what do you think about uh, Olive Garden? Fuck that. We're going to Sizzler. Exactly. Knows your mind. Knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. Love that. Nothing. Nobody. Well, some people, but most people out there aren't interested in fucking dating doormats. It's just. It's not fun. Yeah. It's uninteresting. So uh, I was wondering. <clears throat> There's this guy I know who both looks weird and is weird. Stop talking about me. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Uh, now, my question is, which came first? All right. The look weird or the be weird? Yeah. So because, I mean, got you out, you know. Uh, do you do you become weird just because you look weird? Like everyone's expecting you to be weird because you look weird. I mean, when I met him, I thought, you know, guy can't help how he looks. Maybe he's not weird. But after a while, I interacted with him, I was like, yeah, you know, he's fucking weird. Well, uh, I would say he looked weird before he became weird because genetics. Because genetics makes you look weird, so everyone could tell that you are weird. No, he doesn't have to become weird. That was either just. A product of his environment or a choice he actively made. I'm already a pariah because nobody looks. That's right. Everyone looks, so I'm just going to become this. Yeah. Or he could just decide, fuck this. Yeah, I got a big ass nose. Fuck this. I'm going to still be 
the awesomest person I can be and fuck everybody who doesn't like me and become the person that everyone loves. So it's him be- being a weird person. There's multiple factors to that. It just depends on his personality. He's like, everyone assumes, I mean, is it that like everyone assumes I'm weird? So it just might as well be weird? That's one of the possibilities. He, uh, <laughs> he was, they, they asked him, they said, like, go get some baklava. He goes, what's that? Mm. And he goes, baklava, it's that pastry. It's, it's over there. It's that, this thing here. Walnuts like, and phyllo paper. And yeah. Delicious. They're good. So, um, but he says, oh, I thought it was a Russian hat. What? And that was like a balaclava. And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's it. And I was just like, it's, I guess it's technically a hat, but I disagree. It's more like a mask. Yeah. It goes over the entire face and the head. So he's like, I got to get these pizzas. They want a cheesecake and they want a, a balaclava. Balaclava. And so what am I holding these people up? <laughs> Do I need a gun? I, I don't know. If you show up in the balaclava, you know, it, I think they get the hint. It's like, it's, not, so. cold, it's not cold in here. You're not hunting. You're not skiing. Right. I guess we're here for a robbery. Right. And that's the difference between a hat and a balaclava. <laughs> you you hold, rob a bank in each one of those, one of them you're getting caught because the video camera's got a clear view of your face. The other one, you might have a chance of getting away. <laughs> I just imagine him sitting there at home, like, actually, he's thinking of, no, no, it's more like he's, uh, he's thinking about the furry Russian hats, you know, uh, but he's got the wrong yeah. name associated with it, too. It's a possibility. I mean, yeah, this guy's fucking weird. It's like, why do you think that? Why do you think it's a ski mask? <laughs> why do you think it's a pizza place that sells ski masks? <laughs> That is a weird fucking... What? What? <laughs> Why would you think? <laughs> it's a ski mask. Oh, okay, is this guy intelligent at all? Uh, no. No, okay. So he's just... I think that that he's confusion la- explains that. See, so. Well, no, because some people, they've just got so much going on in their minds that they just put a, a quick association on something and never come back to it until they absolutely have to, where... Somebody of lower intelligence, they just come up with a real quick answer to something to try and feel like they know something. So maybe it's not just that he's weird, it's that he's dumb? It very well could be. What is up with that? I'm the jerk. Now I'm the jerk. Just because you're dumb, you're weird? Well, you've always been the jerk. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to play out in my afterlife. Interesting. Mm. making fun of this guy for screwing up balaclava. Well, depending on which religion you believe in, I think you'll be forgiven for that. I don't know. We'll see. Are you Catholic? No. Uh, Then you're fine. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's the good thing about being Catholic, though, is you you get your punishment here on Earth. Yeah. (laughs) It's called being Catholic. Being Catholic. Remember, because you you can get your sins absoluted right before you die. So you got nothing to worry about as a Catholic today either. As long as you don't die in a tragic accident, then you're fucked. See, I don't think it works the way we think it works. I don't think it does at all, but it, it's still fun to banter that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, I mean, I think for me, it's like finding out. Finding out, finally. It's like, oh, thank God, I got the answers. 
Got the answers to the test. And here's your highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, highlight reel. Answers to the test. You're going to hell. <laughs> I don't mind as long as if something gets something happens. I feel like I've been filling out this essay for 40 years. <laughs> essay question of life. Right. Filling it out for 40 years. It's like, boy, I hope I get this paper right. And it's one of those things, you know, it, you might have a long more time to go filling out this essay. I hope your wrist doesn't get a cramp. <laughs> Typing doesn't do it. It's playing the ukulele or guitar. That's what hurts my wrist. Oh, <laughs> I, play, I can type all day long. It's playing with something that gives you the cramp in your wrist, but I'm not going to say that on air. I'll bleep it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Our sponsors wouldn't like it. <laughs> Mastication. Chewing? Yeah. <laughs> so I, don't, chewing. I don't have to bleep that out. It's chewing that makes your wrist hurt. <laughs> I don't even want to know how that works out. Just stuffing stuff in my mouth. The chewing. All right, you want to get into the news worth knowing? Always. What the heck? What the heck? All right, China sprouts seeds on the moon. It hopes to be growing potatoes within 100 days. Uh, oh, Okay. I think there's more needed there. Okay. Are we in the Martian? Mm, no. I haven't seen that, by the way. No spoilers. I just gave you one then, on accident. Oh. You weren't going to watch it anyway. No, I wasn't. Okay. Uh, when it's Changi, Changi, I'm probably saying that wrong, Changi, for spacecraft touched down the lunar surface, it was carrying a one million pound airtight container designed for growing crops in shocking conditions. The 18-centimeter-high uh, aluminum alloy cylinder, uh, <laughs> called a moon surface microecological circle, contains silkworm eggs, ew, and seeds for potatoes and cress. What is cress? Crest? Cress. Cress. C-R-E-S-S. I have no idea. I'm going to ask Internet. Hello, Internet. What is cress? It's a plant of the cabbage family. White flowers and punch at least. Oh, like okay. watercress. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know that. But that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, hope the result. It's uh, they hope to see the results towards the end of the hundred day experimental period, according to the country space agency. Uh, got multiple issues here. And okay. I'm hoping this uh, this story gives us the answers to those. Okay. I hope to see the result. Blah blah blah. Last night they announced their first breakthrough, publishing pictures of a cotton seed uh, brought up and that they are actually growing. I don't know what that picture is, but China Daily tweeted the latest uh, test photo shows a cotton seed brought up to the moon uh, by China's Chenge 4 probe has sprouted. Dude, 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 dude. What? What? Goat man. What are you looking at? Goat man? He's, he's right there. Are you growing the goat man? <laughs> They're doing it on the moon. Meanwhile, the silkworm eggs will hopefully hatch into moss. It's like you screwed up. You don't take, no, don't bring insects to anywhere else but on Earth. Leave them on Earth. <laughs> oh, your perfect moon, uh, lunar colony's just been ruined. <laughs> Why would you bring insects to us somewhere other than Earth? That's ridiculous. Because insects are needed for a viable ecosphere. Shit. It's true. They'll eat the plants. They'll eat the crests. Yes. Don't bring insects to the space. That's silly. Come on, fly. Let's go on a ride. You ever think a fly ever got inside a spaceship on accident? Oh, I'm positive. I'm, I'm positive. It probably would have had uh, no idea 
what it was doing. <laughs> no, it just flew in yeah. there, and that spaceship takes off, and all of a sudden, it splatted against the wall. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, uh, cult- cultivating the crops won't be easy as temperatures on the moon's surface can soar as 100 degrees Celsius, 202 Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. uh, in the day and drop to minus 100 degrees at night. Uh, Professor Professor Ji Genjin, uh, the, scien- the Chinese scientist in charge of the lunar planet experiment, said if successful, the project would signal that China is- was catching up in space exploration. That's right. That's mm-hmm. very true. Uh, earlier today, China released an incredible footage of the historic touchdown on the icy far side of the moon. They're listening to Pink Floyd, too. Video taken from Shengi 4 Probe uh, shows its view as it hovered over Earth's rocky neighbor before quickly dropping on the surface. It carefully adjusts its descent to avoid ditches and dents as it pummels into the moon's asteroid-battered Von Karman crater, where they landed on January 2nd. Scientists think the the 115-mile-wide crater holds moon rocks with unusual chemistry that could help us learn more about the natural satellite's violent past. Water? Water? Plants need water? They said icy. Well, you suppose they recycle it. They recycle it for humans. They collect your pee-pee and then make you drink it. Okay, so in other words, they're just... They're trying to grow this stuff in a... In a box, biodome thing. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. In a cave. If it works in a cave, I guess it'd work on the moon. We got cotton. <laughs> oh, did you take oh, cotton shit. over there? Oh, fuck. They're bringing cotton fu- and moths. It's the first thing they take to another planet. I, cotton. And moths. The moths got to Something's got to eat the cotton. Is that what they're doing? Maybe. Then they eat the insects? Well, they are a good source of protein. Oh, I don't want to go to a colony if they're going to be feeding me insects. Oh, if you're, they're feeding you insects, that's a good day, dude. Oh, man, we are talking about insects like harvested insects last week, man. I don't want to think about that. you got to go in and feed the grasshoppers? <laughs> no. And the, well, was, I didn't come to the moon, moon colony for this. Uh, that might be where it all starts. The spores of the Amphios... Uh, Amphiocephalo cordyceps sinensis gets into the uh, the insect's food. We ingest those insects. It adjusts to us. We become the new zombies. Uh, no way. That's where it starts. That's what you what you up to, China? We see what you go what you what you're up to, China. Your plan has been spotted. We will not accept. You will not fool us. You will go down. You ever been shot by your dog? No. Ex-Louisiana State University football player shot by his dog while hunting. Has his leg amputated. I gotta turn down the volume here because I know there's video here. Here's a question. Uh-huh. What did he do to his poor dog that he decides to take him out? <laughs> Let's find out. I Former, wanted yeah. my dental stick and you didn't give it to me. <laughs> they love those things. They go fucking nuts for him, man. All right, uh, former Louisiana State University lineman was shot by his dog while duck hunting in Mississippi, Mississippi last month. Freakish injury that reportedly required the amputation of part of his left leg. Micah Hepford of Baton Rouge told the Clarion Ledger on Tuesday that he and some friends were on a duck hunting trip near Eagle Lake on December 28th when the incident occurred. He said the group has been going to the area for about six or seven years to hunt. Everybody was pumped up, Heckford told the newspaper. We rode the levee the day before, and there were tons of ducks. Uh, We were excited. 
Later in the morning, Heckford said ex-lineman Matt Branch was accidentally hit by a blast from his shotgun, which he had left loaded in the bed of his pickup truck. Heckford said a Labrador named Tito jumped in the truck bed, stepped on the safety of the Branch's shotgun, and pulled the trigger. He said the 12-gauge shotgun shell tore through the side of the truck and hit his leg and his left thigh. Horrible. Wait, 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 wait. Did it mention whether or not it was a slug gun, a slug that was in the shotgun, or if it was an actual birdshot? Because birdshot, or you know, your standard buckshot, just—I don't see that go busting through a truck. Yeah, the side of a truck. Well, tw- on twelve. He said twelve gauge, so it's probably a. If it's point blank, then there's a chance, and he was right. And if he was right, right next, next to the to truck, it, yeah. I mean, that just have to be like the perfect bad set of events to fucking fall out. Yeah, it's just damn. All right. In the midst of this is a quote here. In the midst of the chaos, at this point, I ran over to Matt to assess what had happened. Heckford said, "We had no clue what the damage was at that point in time." The group called nine one one, and Heckford began to understand how precarious the predicament was. I think that's when it hit me how serious it was. He said, "It was at that point in time I realized how much he had bled. His pants were just soaked in blood." He said, "Branch has since had his left leg amputated." The blood donation drive was held on Tuesday in Baton Rouge for Branch reporting. Reported WAFB. So it wasn't until that moment when they called the paramedics yeah. that he didn't real he realized how ser- serious it was. Well, maybe it was like you know, eh, it's bird shot, no big deal. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure you know the pain and the blown chunks of yeah flesh. Fair enough. Would kind of give, give that give away. away yeah. You know, I mean, call me crazy. I've never been shot by a shotgun. Hey, Knock like, on wood. No, <laughs> he was like, uh, "No, it's just SCD, SDC damage. I'm all right." <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, you got two bleeding wounds. Oh, <laughs> every minute, man. Every minute, you're losing hit points, bro. <laughs> Running out of time. And anyone got those uh, that first aid skill? No, I blew all mine on WP pistol, WP rifle. <laughs> Oh, nerd stuff. Nerd stuff. Nerds! Yeah. So, uh, there's a guy in North Dakota who supports Trump. Shocker. one guy. Shocker. But he's a farmer that plows a message of support for Trump into a field. All right. Farmer Gene Hansen of Edgeley, North Dakota, has a message for President Trump after his primetime address to the nation from the Oval Office. Uh, the retired 78-year-old Midwesterner who Trump called a great, Amer- a great American, he plowed build the wall in his snow-filled property spanning over two football fields. <laughs> Go look for this picture because those are the straightest damn letters I've ever seen. That is impressive. I cannot write with my hand as good as this guy did. Those are the straightest. Da- that, that, look at that W. That W is the straightest damn W I've it, ever seen. It, it looks like it was stenciled. Like it was typed. Yeah. Looks like it was tight. And what's impressive is you can see the whorls where he did yeah, where his he turns. turned around. Yeah. So he must he was he knew exactly where what to plot out. And look, it's on a perfect line as if he had yeah. Yeah. something to go off of. Like he was in a cornfield and he was using rows. Yeah, rows. He was probably using rows because you can see there's kind of rows in there. So that's kind of it's kind of crazy. Did they what do they grow in North Dakota? I have no idea. Uh this is a President Trump stand your ground and get her done. Hanson told Fox News. <laughs> Trump took to Twitter on Monday night to thank people for so many nice comments. 
<sighs> on his speech on the border crisis. This is not the first time the farmer from North Dakota has used his field to send a message to the nation. In 2017, when a handful of NFL players were kneeling during the uh, playing of the Star Spangled Banner, Hanson plowed, we stand for the national anthem, which Trump noticed and shared on social media. Those letters are pretty damn straight, too. Yeah. And it's... Catty corner to the rose. To, to the rose. Yeah, I mean, that's... Impressive. Extremely impressive. All right. All right. Yeah. Was this the UFOs? Was this the work of the UFOs? This is the dumbest crop circles I've ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't, what language are they speaking? I don't know. It's some advanced w- uh, letters there, man. And, and in December for Christmas, Hansen hopped off the plow and instead asked his neighbor to use his cows to deliver a hopeful message. The cows formed the sign of a cross, which Hansen said led to many quite to say quite literally, holy cow. Uh, and bad was bad. What the hell? I'm just so impressed with those letters, man. What the L? What the L? I mean, look, they're even the exact same length. Length, yeah. Everything. It's just... Ridiculous. He had the help of the UFOs to plan it and make it so? the right size. That's what the, the theorists are going to say. The conspiracy theorists. Speaking of, has anybody ever responded to the mailbag to have you debunk any one of the conspiracy theories out there? I was just talking to somebody about that today. No. No, have them just somebody give a suggestion. If they, yeah, somebody, if you want to interact. Oh, they, somebody came to me and said that I need to address this one petition for the the nine eleven investigation. I'm like, I ain't getting into that. Mm-hmm. Which say that say that again. Somebody suggested I talk about the nine eleven. There's this new petition to research the, the why nine, the buildings fell on nine eleven. Okay. Yeah, and because they believe they can prove that it was dropped by man, not because of the planes. I was like, I ain't getting into that. There's already a blanket uh, offer out there that Madman will debunk any theory that anybody throws out. I'm not Trump stepping on your toes. That's your department. The simple thing is like conspiracies. You know, people don't work together that well. If the military taught me anything is that people don't work together well. Generally, you have to literally force them in the military to get them to work together. You know? It's hard to keep secrets. You know, yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? I mean, I got, I had a clearance and stuff like that in the Navy, and like one of the first things they told us was like, because it was the Navy, and it was the Johnny Walker story. You know, who was a radio man who sold secrets to the Russians, sold gear to the Russians. They, you know, was it the Johnny Walker story because he he did it because he drank too much Johnny Walker? Ah, he's just a greedy, greedy sob. You know, he needed money for Johnny Walker. Got it. I can't help what he's, I mean, he's, I guess he could. His parents kind of hated him. Must have hated him. <laughs> yeah. They named him, did, didn't name Johnny, Johnny Walker. Remember we were drinking, when we conceived him, we drank a bunch of that Johnny Walker? Yep. That's his name. That's his name, Johnny Walker. Yeah. That, that could do it. Just be glad you're, they weren't drinking uh, something like, I don't know, uh, southern, Dr. McGillicuddy's? Southern Comfort. <laughs> What's your name? Southern Comfort. <laughs> you can call me Southie. <laughs> Do you got one of them sheep lungs? <laughs> Shut up, sheep lung. Okay, you ready for this one? Always. Okay, Africa by Toto is to play on a loop for all eternity in the desert, thanks to an artist installation. Why does this song keep popping up today? What the fuck? 
if it takes uh, if it takes a lot to drag you away from playing a Toto's hit song Africa, then head to the world's old, oldest desert, where it's set to play on a loop for eternity. Nambian German artist Max Seidentoff has set up a sound installation Damn, somewhere in the Nam Nam Namib Desert in the coastal areas of Nam Namibia. <laughs> Namibia. That place. It consists of six speakers attached to an MP3 that only has one song on it, Toto's Africa. The song is put on a loop, and the installation's, installation runs on solar batteries to keep Toto going for all eternity, he said in a post on his website titled Toto, Toto Forever. <laughs> I love that song, man. The 27-year-old year old artist said he chose the undisclosed spot in the de desert to pay tribute to probably the most popular song for the last four decades. God, the he loves his song. Popular song for the past four decades. I'd like to see the numbers on that. Yeah, that's that sounds like opinion to me. You know, this goes right along with what I was talking about. This right here is going to be the start of the animal fucking uprising because the scorpions and the other insects in the desert are going to get so fucking sick of this that song, song that they're going to rise up, gain intelligence, and overthrow the human fucking beings that did put them through that torture. On, the, on behalf of the human beings to the our future insect overlords, I would like to say I'm sorry. I was against this. <laughs> anyway, uh, they said that the Namibians love it. You don't love that word, though. Yeah, I don't. I'm just tripping all over it. Uh, while others have told him it's the worst it's the worst sound installation ever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta agree with those other people. He added that he chose a spot in the desert in the hopes that the song will continue to play for another 55 million years. Uh, here's the thing. How long is it going to be before the winds change and that shit gets buried by the sand? Then, then you make a scorpion's. Installation. The EK got it. Winds of change. Mm hmm. It was just that bad. <laughs> it's not, that was good. It was bad. And it was not like that song's any better. No, to Africa, Africa by Toto is better than Scorpion, anything the Scorpions did. Uh, I agree to disagree. Okay. Because every time I think about that, I either think about that one guy who remade it on uh, YouTube, which is fucking brilliant, or the scene in uh, from uh, Family Guy where uh, what's Joe's wife was stripping to that song for him. Which? Toto uh, Africa. Stripping to that? Yeah. That's how they met, was she was stripping and Toto by uh, Africa by Toto was playing. It's horrible. Yeah. I bless the rain. You can't dance to that. <laughs> try sexy to that. Try animating somebody trying to dance sexy to that. Oh God! <laughs> it makes your brain hurt just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy just loved the song. I think. Oh, you know, if you just love the song, you just torture yourself, not the rest yeah, of the let, world. Put it in repeat on your iPod. Don't put make it. You know. Blasted on on your stereo for everyone to hear. Everyone's yeah. got to hear the song forever, forever and ever. And, ever. and then a hundred years, the insect overlords <laughs> come back. I'm kind of getting sick of this song. Just talking about this story. Yeah, a little bit. Fuck you, Toto. Getting all up on my head with your 
catchy ass song. Like I said earlier today, I hopped on YouTube right after work, and a version of Ho- Africa by Toto popped up with somebody playing it in gourds and sweet fucking potatoes. Right. What's up with this stupid ass song? Because people, everyone loves it, and it, it must be played on loop for eternity in the desert where no it, one's going to be there to hear it. But if you picked a song that would be played anywhere for eternity, what would you pick? I wouldn't. I'd say this is a dumb idea going on about your day. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to raise the insect overlords to their new status. I'm against it. You're gonna let me get this straight. You're gonna go put speakers in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Put a solar powered panel on it. Yeah. And you're playing one song. Yeah. How loud? How loud is the volume gonna be? <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> He would say 11, wouldn't he? Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't pick Toto's Africa. No. But one song on repeat forever. That's insane. Yeah. That's that's a serial killer's playlist. Yeah. 100%. And that's why it's going to fucking make the wildlife rise up. Imagine a serial killer that all, all he had had in his earbuds all the time is just listening to Toto's Africa <laughs> on repeat while murdering, <laughs> cutting people up. Oh, now we know what his reigns down in Africa yeah. look like. Africa, murder. Murder, murder, murder. Stab. Stabity, stab, stab. To the beat, you know. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Stab, 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 stab. Serial Killers Playlist. Anyway. And if you're interested in telling us what your Serial Killer Playlist is, please email me at hillhippie, H-I-L-L-H-I-P-P-I-E, dot, uh, at fxbgpublicradio.com. Because I want to know what all of our Serial Killers at out there At com. Yes, I get it. I fucked up. <laughs> I was gonna Even cur- that's why you're not getting any emails. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? Just do I don't want to say that? No, because I knew I fucked up. Eh. No, nobody wants to talk to me. I'm just trying to convince these assholes to do it. I have an email address too. It's madman at fxbgpr.com. I too. Did they email you? Nobody's emailed me lately. Uh, just a couple, of, like, uh, why, why are you so mean to Hill Hippie emails? It's like, because I, I'm just. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. That's a punchable face. That's a that's a bully face right there. That's somebody you want to bully. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, why God no? Why God no? Truck spills three thousand five hundred gallons of tro- chocolate across an Arizona highway. Uh, but no chicken tenders. Uh, no, no chicken tenders. Not no chicken tenders this time. Oh. So it's dessert week. All right, <laughs> it's dessert week. Now is this like? What type of chocolate gets spilled? Was it like liquid chocolate? Yeah, liquid chocolate looks like. Like like chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce for making chocolate milk. Put on your cheesecake. Some Nesquik was fucking spilled. I don't think it was Nesquik. Uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, this happened on Monday where a tanker spilled 3,500 3, gallons of chocolate across Interstate 40. The, quote, river of chocolate flowed onto the highway's westbound lanes east of Flagstaff near the 211 mile marker. The state's Department of Public Safety tweeted. Having fun? <laughs> this funny? 
Oh, whenever somebody says cho- uh, river of chocolate, you my mind goes out. Toes instantly. Yeah, that's a that's after a bad night of drinking. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a river of chocolate. Yep. <laughs> Any love the scatological stuff. Uh, tanker was trans- scatological. Yeah, nice. the tanker was nice. transporting about forty thousand pounds of the one hundred and twenty de- degree liquid chocolate. It was hot chocolate. <laughs> It was hot chocolate. <laughs> so not immediately clear why the truck rolled in the mess when the mess was finally cleaned up. Hot liquid chocolate. Hot liquid chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot liquid chocolate. Why? I feel like we need Isaac Hayes talking about the story. Well, I wonder if they they, they got to keep it hot or else it's going to be turned into a giant chocolate bar inside the tanker. But. That makes sense, yeah. Then how would you get it out? Well, no, I want. Yeah, you can you can make a way to peel the tanker open like a wrapper. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm sure the owners of the transportation company will love that idea. I'm just saying, giant chocolate bar. And that motherfucker was going to turn white before you could ever eat all. Well, that's true. E. Could eat all of it before it turned white. But I think he's the only human being on the planet that eat that much chocolate. Forty thousand tons of chocolate. Yeah, that's a lot of chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate. He eats a lot of chocolate. Oh, boy. All right, got about five minutes left, and you know I like to end with a, like kind of a happier story. Um, Good, because we've been dark this episode. Yeah, sorry about that. No, we're not. Uh, not at all. Nope. Uh, World War II veteran gets 50,000 birthday cards after his daughter's plea. A uh, 96-year-old World War II veteran... Uh, from California, will be spending plenty of time with his family going through a mountain of birthday cards after a request from his daughter on Facebook went viral. Sue Morse had put out a request for friends to send birthday wishes to her father and uh, Purple Heart medal recipient, uh, Dwayne Sherman, expecting she would get maybe 100, he would may, uh, get maybe 160 cards. Instead, he received over 50,000. Good Lord. Yeah. I was amazed, shocked, and appreciative, Sherman told the Orange County Register. All the good comments people made. It just brightened my day. Uh, Sherman's wife of 57 years, Lois, died in 2011. His daughter told the register the only mail her dad receives most days are just bills. And and he's outlived most of, most of his friends. I wanted him to uh, feel special on his birthday, Morse said. Sherman enlisted in the Navy shortly after Pearl Harbor was attacked on December 7, 1941. Uh, he was stationed aboard the USS Lamson, a destroyer that saw several battles in the Pacific. Uh, he was hit by shrapnel when the Lamson was attacked by Kamikaze pilots on December 7th, 1944, and he floated in a life raft with crewmates until they were rescued. Oh, man. Ever since Mor- uh, Morse put out the plea on Facebook, her father has received birthday cards and notes thanking, thanking him for, for his service from all 50 U.S. states and 10 countries. Included in the fan mail are notes from elementary school students and prison inmates. The Secretary of the Navy sent one. That's so Damn. awesome. Yeah. So did Pittsburgh Steelers and Ohio State University. It was very gratifying, Sherman told the register. It was hard to believe. Since my father is legally blind, Morse has been reading these cards and letters out loud to her dad. She's gotten uh, through about 1,700 letters. Oh, man, it's wow. going to take a while. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's going to take beyond next birthday. <laughs> oh, but I you read every one, of course. You know, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then tell your daughter, don't do that again. She is enlisting the help of friends to read the rest to them. Like, they're, gonna, <laughs> they're being shifts. 
They're going to just read them in shifts. Here's the thing. That's great. You know, this poor man, you know, he didn't ask for this. Right. And after a while, you know, you do have all these people send him all these wishes. you got to respect them and listen to all of them and have them read them all to you. Absolutely. But after a while, he's just going to get sick of it. But he's still going to do it. Yeah, of course. Morse told the registrar she wants to respond to most of the letters, which are spread between her and her fa- her father's home and a friend's house. But there are also bins that still need to, be, need to be picked up at the post office. Damn. Fuck. That's a lot. It's like a full-time job. Yeah. Absolutely. What, what you paying, Grandpa? A quarter? Are you going to recycle all these? 96. <laughs> That's a lot of paper. <laughs> That's a lot of paper. That's a lot of paper. How many trees died just for this? You're killing trees, Grandpa. <laughs> no, you're killing trees. Uh, trees' daughter. That was her idea. Yeah, not that's his. her idea. Look what you're doing. It's not like those cards were already printed. No. <laughs> but they, you know, that's what. What would you say? A hundred thousand of them, or some shit like that. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. There's fifty thousand out there that that's more a, that have to be printed because they got bought up for this one. That's a couple trees. That's a more than a couple trees. <laughs> you know, you can't even burn all that shit, man. Oh, wow, yeah. Anyway, we've got about one minute left. Um, look for us on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. Look for Shock Monkey Radio Redux. Uh, look for me on YouTube, Madman Lowercase, two words. Uh, we gave you our email addresses, hillhippie at fxbgpr.com and madman at fxbgpr.com. And he got it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I'm the Madman, and I love you. And I'm the Heel Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. Bye. Bye.